Before we start the episode, we just want to let you know that we recorded this episode uh, back in May. And while we don't discuss current events going on in our podcast, we feel it's important to encourage our listeners to educate themselves about why the Black Lives Matter movement is so important and also what they can do to support. Uh, you can donate, sign petitions, and just educate yourself on how to be a better ally. Uh, we're definitely not experts here on I Know What You Watch in the 90s, but if you're interested in the resources that have been beneficial to us, send us a message and we'll be happy to pass them along. You're listening to another episode of I Know What You Watch in the 90s and early 2000s. Welcome back to another episode of I Know What You Watch in the 90s and Early 2000s. This is Bryant. Samantha. Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> Return. Oh, and Jason. Sorry. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so we're all back together again in these weird times. Sort of. Yeah, but, but not really, Brian. I feel like yeah. you have to say we're Ish. not really together. We are okay. in our yes, home, we're still social distancing. But yeah. we are, our voices are together. Yeah, yeah. that's all you people really want to hear, right? You don't. That's what so many people want to hear. So today's episode is on the 2001 film The Glass House. Sure was a movie. I don't understand why you say that about all of them. <laughs> Besides Varsity Blues and American Pie. Oh, I like, you don't like them. <laughs> no, this was way better. Yeah, so this movie, yeah. I actually, Bryant, I don't have any of the stats, but it came out, I think, in 2001. 2001 I just said a 2001 film. So, oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad I listened to you correctly. Yeah. It uh, is... Uh, what? Uh, I was just going to say, apparently, I think it was like, it had the same producers of I Still Know What You Did Last Summer oh. and another... Yeah, let's like, not get carried away. <laughs> All right. That's how you know it's well, good. I literally, I wrote that that in that fake movie that they were watching in the middle, in the beginning. It kind of had some I Know What You Did Last Summer vibes to when it. she's running? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. No. It was like the Sarah Michelle Gellar scene. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I was very excited. But the, so now knowing that they had something to do with it makes sense. Yeah, uh, I think I could be wrong, but uh, the director has done like True Detective, House, uh, oh, I love House. The X Files, uh, some Jack Ryan with John Krasinski. Excuse me, Ozark. He's just a lot, a lot of stuff that's like very busy like, man. I feel like very tension heavy <laughs> things. Yeah, this is a stressful movie. Yes. Uh- I was glad to to have a movie that was, you know, like a thriller-ish type movie instead of, you know, I'm a teenager. Jason, and I'm I so... feel like you have the rom-com. Yeah, I didn't want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you are not forced to do any of these. Every single time you come on, where I'm like... I just got co-host no, rank, just... and now I'm in <laughs> fire. <laughs> I just mean it's not an obligation, but you well, love them, and you pretend like you know. I'm given a job. I take it with seriousness, and I watch every movie, including stupid-ass dance movies. <laughs> all I'm saying <laughs> is that this was more up my alley. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Argumentative okay. much. Yeah, there was no stupid-ass dancing in this God movie. Goddamn right. <laughs> Cassie, <laughs> you know. You guys don't want to watch a 10-minute dance routine? <laughs> you weren't even there for the dancing. 
she, she, uh, she yeah. played her cards right. <laughs> yeah, way, way to choose when to have a baby. Yeah, I planned the whole pregnancy around not watching sad movies and dance movies. They've got a real run, yeah. real run of sad and dance movies coming up. I know what I have to do. I'll have to, yeah. Looks like there's another one in my future. <laughs> anyway, yeah. First impressions. Cassie, you can go first on everything. Okay. First impressions. Um, Gosh, I think I was in like middle school or junior high whenever I watched this. And I saw it in the theaters with my Aunt Melanie. So it was really hard to watch oh. because if anyone knows her, she talks, yeah, the entire movie. And so um, luckily I've seen it several times since then. So all the stuff that I missed the first time around, I was able to catch up on. <laughs> but um I really love this movie. I think it's great. It kind of holds up well, you know, over time. And um, I like the main character a lot. She was in a few other movies in the 90s. Was she in Joyride? Yes. Yeah, Joyride, another great movie. So, um, but yeah, this is kind of a movie that I could watch over and over and not get sick of. Candy cane. Good. Yeah. Just for reference. Candy cane. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the first time I saw this movie either, but I know that I really liked it. Like, I don't know why, because I was genuinely terrified and creeped out by the faux parents. Yeah. But I guess I enjoyed that feeling and I watched it a lot. And I remember, I think the reason we have it on D where my parents have it on DVD is because um, you remember when you used to, when DVDs They just first made you watch out? it and be like, see how good y'all got it? <laughs> no. When DVDs first came out, you would get those deals where it was those DVD clubs you'd be in. It'd be like, pick 12 movies for a dollar. And then you were kind of <laughs> signed up for life for constantly ordering overpriced DVDs from them. Um, I'm pretty sure this is, this is why, because I really liked it. And so I put it on our list. But yeah, I hadn't seen it in a long time. And even with... Um, having to only have half an hour on it on this viewing due to adult responsibilities. It was good. It was really good. And I particularly, I did, I will say, it's nice to hear that Jason finally liked a movie. It's, it, I didn't realize <laughs> the toll it was taking on me to hear him be like, well, that was a movie. So I'm glad this got a better review. That is fair. I'm personally attacked. No, I'm just saying I like it when you approve of things. I did enjoy this movie. I finished it for the first time about 20 minutes ago. And uh, it was good. It was good. I like Lily Solis. You have the freshest memory of this movie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like Lily Sobieski. I don't, I guess, like, Deep Impact, Joyride. It's really all I know her from. I thought she was in Kid. Turns out that was uh, Chloe Seven. Don't know how to say her last name. But I did enjoy this movie. It was a little bit predictable for my taste. I called some stuff real early, but much better movie than than some of them. It was an enjoyable watch for sure. Interesting. Did you see it in theaters or did you see it? Me? Yeah. I saw it for the first time 20 minutes ago. Finished it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've never (laughs) seen it. None of us are listening to any of what anyone else is saying. (laughs) Just spaced out. No, I I did not. This one passed me by. 2001, yeah. Uh, same. I mean, not the tw- 20 minutes ago, but this is the first time I saw this movie, like, two days ago. But yeah, like, our parents had it, and I think they've watched it, and Sam watched it before. It's just me and Abner never did. They weren't invited. <laughs> I guess not. 
favorite. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was like the beginning was a little slow for me. And I feel like a lot of the time it was a slow movie, but I think that's the point of it to draw out the like tension and just like the the creepiness of everything. <laughs> yeah, I think any kind of any of these thrillers are kind of slow burns where they let you formulate your own kind of what's going on and then try to yeah. kind of go yeah, it against was, it. It wasn't a, a bad movie, but I think I was just like, at the beginning, I was a little bored. <laughs> and then like when shit started to happen, I was like, oh, fuck me, man. <laughs> a lot of emotions, it was. Brian. It was a wide range of emotions. Did you watch this alone, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because someone <laughs> decided to watch it somewhere else. Barely. <laughs> uh yeah uh so then let's just get into it then so it like how you're saying it starts off with that the fake movie that they're in mm-hmm. uh it's called uh-huh. prom nightmare which i thought was it yeah oh. that's what uh, the i just saw prom said, night yeah. i thought it was this one of those movies i think it was prom it's probably nightmare. better than prom night that oh, movie's pretty terrible all of them. there's multiples yeah all that yeah dang you're just hating on everything <laughs> yeah Sorry. I'm like, let's just weed out all the bad movies and focus on the good ones and save some time. (laughs) I will say, like, (laughs) that movie, the, like, beginning movie, it seemed like a movie that the three of you would be really into. Oh, yeah. We would see that if it was out in theaters. Yeah. I was just going to say, this is, it's 2001, so I was 21, so I was doing other stuff besides movies, but um, I, if this had come out while I was a teenager, I'd have absolutely been there opening night. That is such a weird brag. It's not a brag, it's a, it's um. a statement. <laughs> I well, was Cassie 21. and I would have gone to see it. <laughs> yeah. But, well, because it doesn't exist. I mean, it was in theaters in 2001. I meant this movie, no, Glass the, House, not the prom No, night. we're talking about the fake movie. Oh, yeah, movie. fuck that. I'd been there. First ticket in line. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, but I feel like her friends had never seen any of these horror movies. They, I was like, hey, her friends you know were the worst. Sam, you also know what's going to happen in scary movies, and you still jump. Cover your eyes. I don't know. One time Not you threw a bucket of popcorn. Happening. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, that was I didn't know. You what do was have that on your horror movie resume. I'm so proud of it. <laughs> uh, another real, weird thing I thought about while watching the fake movie is within the movie uh, that the villain looks like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it was. I think when it he first popped up, I think I said kinky um, <laughs> because. A lot of leather. Yeah. A lot of zippers. A lot of leather. Are we, we're talking about Mr. Glass. No, no, no. The the no, no. killer in the in the. We're still talking about the fake watching. movie. Oh. <laughs> ah, Mr. Glass. Yeah. Thinking. I was like, I mean, he was pretty creepy looking, but I don't really He's remember. No, he did yeah. absolutely nothing to hide his like perviness. Well, like I also yeah. think like how they lit him too. Like they did like a lot of so underlight. It, it's like the having the flashlight under your face. It's just like that creepy lighting that was on him all the time. Yeah. And like it also, a lot of the time, the the lighting of it, like on the glasses, was like very cool coloring. And so it was just like, it just really added to their creepiness of just being 
really weird. Yeah, there was no hiding once the kids moved into their house. Like, these are bad people. Well, yeah. Like, in, in, in the kitchen scene, after the funeral, like, it has that under, like, the under lit, um, uh, yeah. uh, Mr. Glass. And it's just like, he also and, like, had it's a dialogue also, a little too long. Yeah, it's just also like very light blue coloring. It's just like a lot of weird stuff <laughs> that I know. Yeah, the, they tried to get off on the right foot, you know, with the whole dominoes and stuff and um, trying to get the kids pizza when they moved in. <laughs> but the whole time they were so like um, just just slinky. I don't know if that's the right word, but like yeah, they were. Just, no, I agree. Yeah, he was always like slumped over and like kind of looked like he was drunk 24 7 and then (laughs) honestly I think he was but it didn't help but yeah if you were those kids once you finish your dominoes you're just like this is this is gonna go to that room with my 10 year old brother (laughs) yeah this giant house (laughs) made of glass I haven't seen this movie in a really long time and I feel that the biggest point where I was all you know what I think I am an adult now is when she you know she says what you got for dinner like calamari and a bunch (laughs) of other stuff and they they're all um do you have any can can we get pizza like you guys are idiots that sounds delicious and so I felt that was just a very new viewpoint of which honestly though honestly though that scene is probably one of mine and Sam's most relatable moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wanting pizza. Yeah. No, no, like wanting pizza. Like, yeah, that, but like also this very, uh, just like, oh, you got that? What is, like, not trying new stuff or just like if it sounds gross, like, not, definitely not going to eat it. Yeah. And who are these? Who are picky kids? They are. Like, order your calamari, but maybe also get a side of mac and cheese or something because. <laughs> It is squid, and you know, true people in their right mind aren't eating that shit. I like calamari. I'm sorry. It's or, I mean, fried calamari is really good. <laughs> well, welcome to I know what you ate in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, the seafood talk. We did not eat that in the nineties. <laughs> we might have. Who um, knows? <laughs> I was very confused about this. So they were living in Malibu, right? Like that's where their yes. house was. I believe the so. glass house was in Malibu. They moved then, to Malibu post death. Right, because they lived in the valley and then they went to Malibu. And then when Lily's going to her new school, she said something about I think Diane Lane was trying to give her some kind you of need them to like you. And she goes, I'm not mm. she that, no, that was afterwards. That was when she was listening in on the phone call. This was when they were on their way and um she was trying to ease her about the new school and Lily goes, her name's Ruby. I guess I should call her by her character name. Just Lily's so much fun. Um, Ruby goes, I'm not scared of being gunned down, as if that's a legit worry. And then I got real confused about what I thought Malibu was much nicer than that. (laughs) Well, no, it was real clear once the first day of school came what that Diane Lane meant when she said it's not like the Bloods and Crips are going to mow you down. There's public schools and there's public schools. And then she goes to school. And it is very, very, very white. So. Oh, and also, okay. But also that doesn't, you know, now that we're talking about it, it I put it together that I guess they were expecting to go to private school like right. they usually had been. But in order for them to get their refunded money, they're like, no, we're sending you to public school. 
So she had never been to a public school, basically. Right. She was private school previously because they all wore uniforms when they were going to school. And then Uh they went to, quote unquote, public school in Malibu. Yeah, but it was right. But it was public school in Malibu. Okay. Did not get any of that. I gotcha. She wasn't saying this is like south central la public schools yeah. yeah that's why she was trying to be There's cool no whenever she was explaining it gotcha. i makes sense now well i'm glad we talked this over i'm glad we got together guys to finally yeah, it figure was case closed. <laughs> it yeah. might have been a little racist but also you know she got her point across i like one of well i don't even know if it's one of my biggest wtf moments i'm saying it on behalf of jason what? because i heard him snort when uh stella Dang it, I have to not call it. Stellan Skarsgård is showing him the house. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, he's like, home theater. (laughs) And Jason just snorted. (laughs) And I knew it was because of the size of the TV in the home theater. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Is that a relatable moment? Not for many years. But just like the idea of calling someone a home theater, and it's like a 32-inch box TV surrounded by dvds and vhs <laughs> <laughs> like this is our home yeah. theater which means a couch around a tv that's your living room man i guess that was considered a big tv back then which is crazy was. to think about now it probably tvs came pounds. so far yeah it probably did wonder what kind of movies terry likes to watch i wish there would cassie yes i wish <laughs> there would have been a close-up of the tv where you could see what movies were up there I guarantee. For sure, Scarface. I know. Like, Scarface. Scarface maybe I'm thinking a bunch of westerns. Oh hell also, yeah! Fucking uh, green yeah. gangster yeah. movies. People backstabbing yeah. each other. There will be maybe blurred. a little porn. Pornos too, because he seemed. We know he loves his mama, probably <laughs> Terry style. I also want to know what that? Diane Lane was watching when she passed out from all the injections. Oh, when at first, before she. Died. Oh, yeah, so when Spoiler. they said she had diabetes, which like the sorry. very beginning. Yeah. When Lily comes home, home sees her with they, needle, oh, like, oh, yeah. when she when she passed in. out on the couch. I want to know what she was watching right there. <laughs> was she not watching the home movies? No, that was when she was dying, Brian. Oh, okay. I didn't Question know about if, like, when she did that did. though. Why did she choose the spoon on Lily instead of going to her bed? Oh, in case they hadn't fucked her up enough. <laughs> yeah. Just We're really put a corpse next to you. <laughs> It was weird. I didn't get that I either. Just... I thought maybe she like felt some kind like because I always <laughs> thought that they didn't have feelings the whole movie, and then she sat and watched that home video of her like at the beach with Ruby, and I thought it was kind of like that part where the Grinch's <laughs> heart grows like half a size bigger, and then I thought, well, maybe that happened, and then she was like, I'm gonna go give her a hug, and maybe when I come so, out of this, I'll make it all better, okay. and then. Uh, <laughs> She, she knew she was gonna OD, so she went in there. Yeah, like, I'm so sorry. I do too. He's the real bad guy. I'm just a junkie. Right. That's what I meant to say. Like she, like she had done it, but she was also kind of like, "Let me I give you a hug. You. I'm sorry, but but also I'm just gonna traumatize you way the fuck more by <laughs> you waking up with me dead next to you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe she had intended on like going somewhere else after the hug, and then just just happened, real but... quick question. I don't know. Did <laughs> yeah. she become an addict after the fact, or was she? No, no, no. She's from way back. Okay, because when they were thing. arguing, and Lily saw them screaming at each other through the curtains or whatever, 
they were saying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. You've been doing this, blah, 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 blah. Like, she's been a junkie for a while. Okay. That was a thing I couldn't remember if that, like, that was the whole conversation. Also, on that scene, he just closes the curtain and then we can't hear anything anymore. What the hell are those curtains made out of? I think they stopped. I think they stopped when they closed uh. Also, he closes the door and those two Goombas fucking push him up against the door. How are you going to try to hide that? Oh, how do we oh, do yeah. <laughs> that down somewhere? A business glitch? Yeah. Well, oh, he's... A business glitch. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what you're going to call getting roughed up in your office? Yeah. He was like, people get real weird about money. I was like, all their attempts I to know. cover up stuff just went from bad to worse. The fact that Lily, that Ruby didn't realize it earlier. <laughs> I feel like they were, they, it's, it was very, I did one part of the movie that was kind of human. It's these people who've never had kids and now they have teenagers, so they don't know what to do. Because every single time they tried to explain something that was clearly awry, they would, it was kind of when, when parents try to be like, oh no, honey, it was just, they're just taking a nap or just really ridiculous things that obviously aren't real, but they work for four, four or five-year-olds because they're children but they were doing it with a 16 year old. It was just, it was kind of comical. I was like, you know, in a different, in a different universe, this could have been a comedy about these two people trying to <laughs> figure out how to just, just slightly <laughs> different engage with their new kids. <laughs> Keep the plot points like, in, but just like, yeah. page up the tone. Great comedy. <laughs> yeah. They, they were not great at communication. It didn't help too that Terry constantly just constantly. looked frazzled and drunk all the time. So like anything that he said, you couldn't take yeah, seriously. He was so so creepy. What was his plan? Yeah, that's another thing. I think he thought. I think he thought that if he killed the parents and then he was the guardian, the I guess it was one of those things where he didn't realize, you know, oh how the world works. He thought that if he was like made the guardians of the kids, the banks and the lawyers and everyone would be like, oh here's all the money. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I mean, and then it wasn't like it was that obvious, at all. Like get the kids, get the money. But every act of getting that money was worse than the last with him. It was just terrible. <laughs> if you're going to st- like get the depo- yeah. the refund back on the tuition of the fancy private school, shred that shit at work, okay? <laughs> maybe maybe the- take that postcard <laughs> yeah, from the uncle, too. Exactly. He left a long paper trail. <laughs> yeah, no, he's... Terrible crook. Yeah, it was like a. It wasn't even crumpled up. I mean, it was just like lightly sitting on top of the trash. (laughs) It was was a a neatly filed pile of trash. (laughs) Yeah. But real quick, is Uncle Jack Mr. Big from Sex in the City? Yes, Chris. No. No idea. My newfound knowledge of Sam's blind love of Chris Noth, aka Mr. Big, aka Law and Order guy. Yeah. Aka Uncle Jack now. Uncle Jack. Well, I, the thing is, I, he's kind of shady. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I love. I just think he just he seems like a lovely guy in real life, which I know doesn't mean anything about the characters he plays. But he seems nice. I like him a lot. And so the whole time, yeah, the whole time I was in, I was like, just call your uncle. Call someone, Mr. Big. It's the you right. Call thing the lawyer. To I get that. You call the cops. Call someone. Find something out. She was just like, I'm gonna figure this shit out on my own. Outside of a random email. Well, also, but I like mean, you gotta, yeah. Why would the cops All, not? Like thirty minutes in this movie, tell the social worker drug test that bitch. You'll figure it out, <laughs> and we're done. 
But no, she was like, I have to share a room. Yeah, the social worker was useless. I mean, but the thing is, she was trying to get help. That lawyer was just working with these guys or with the, her new guardians. Wait, and he, also, I feel the cops. The whole scheme? Yeah. Because he said, I mean, he wasn't part of killing her parents, the lawyer? but he was part of. He called them yeah, after he the wasn't first part. Meeting, I don't think he was involved in that. that she came to him. That was the extent of his. Yeah, I. Th- that's that's a weird thing, right? Like that should have been like Absolutely. maybe don't call the yeah. people. For that. Like, but what was in it for him? I don't think anything was. He would just. I think his crime in all of this was wanting these kids. I, what he told her, I think, was real. That he knew if they. If they, yeah. They have nowhere else. They have a fucking uncle. They have somewhere else to go. (laughs) I asked Sam this. Was was the brother not sitting with the grandparents at the funeral? He was sitting with two, like, white-haired old people. She was in the row behind him. And then Diane Lane and Skarsgård were in the row, like, across the aisle. They have grandparents. Like, why didn't... I don't... I guess the lawyer forgot or didn't know or... Maybe the parents weren't super close with their their maybe. family that they didn't. Okay, like, I don't know. I guess I don't. That's that's a question from the legal system. Parents were also junkies. Okay, but like, also like, isn't it also? Can't they just be like, I don't feel like honestly, you're not gonna believe a kid is like, I don't feel safe in that house. Can I? Can me and my brother go live somewhere else? Just, I have other family relatives. Yeah. He just seemed annoyed, and he disclosed something about um, that Terry was like recommended to him um, because they knew the same. I think it was people. in their parents' will. Oh yeah, or, yeah, something along those lines. But I just didn't understand like why he would take Terry's side and why he was so dismissive of them and what was in it for him. Like, I think the first time I saw this movie, I thought that he was in on the whole thing and was Same, somehow yeah. getting a cut of the money. But now that I've rewatched it, I was like, he, he didn't get a cut of the money and he just made stupid <laughs> decisions and got killed. I totally yeah, yeah I, I genuinely think it was just encountered in any movies. Those guys were bad. Yeah. yeah. I do think, though, if the cops didn't be back to why didn't she go talk to people? If the cops didn't initially explore, hey, they weren't driving their own yeah. car. Hmm. Let's check out the <laughs> that she had to go through and go find a news article saying what her dad is driving that the night. brake line. Well, okay, so no. like do, we don't know what movie happened, right? Yeah, that too. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, but what happened is they they cut the brake line. That seems to be his and mo, especially at the end. I think that's what they're fine. Yeah. He just cut the brake line on the car that he loaned to his parents, as well as the car that he wanted them to drive <laughs> off. That mobster Wait. driving that car was like, it was like a, I don't know, Benny Hill movie or something. When he's trying to swerve around the Testarossa and not hit it, hit it, not hit it. And then the, when the guy in the Ferrari gets hit, he has like one, one, like, last glance back at his mobster buddy. Like, I'm going to miss you. And then bam. Sam's right. This <laughs> easily could have been a comedy. Like it really could have. Up, make just a soundtrack, a comedy. Just say, just change the soundtrack and the tone, lighting, like every dialogue. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a comedy. Yeah, cause his partner didn't oh, know like fucked. what was going on. He was probably just like, <laughs> maybe he thought he had like turned on him midway. <laughs> Terry talked him into, Terry offered him some more money and <laughs> made a deal back there. And he was like, great. Yeah, now poor what? guy. He didn't have a chance to explain uh, there at guy. the end. Yeah. 
did you guys notice, so something that I wrote down that I didn't understand, the sob that her parents owned was in Terry's shop and it was beat up, but they said that they weren't driving that, that they were driving the BMW that had the cut uh, brake line. But why was the sob in the shop? I never figured that out. So Ruby could find it. Uh, plot wise, no, it's for that. But like he said at one point, I I got their car and repainted it or whatever. But no, I also know. I'm like her memories know. of the crash, which was she there, <laughs> and it like flying off of a ravine and smashing and <laughs> like where's that damage? But then you find out she was driving, they were driving a BMW for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why they decided to keep it. It's one of those things that really doesn't make sense other than for her to be able to find it. But yeah, it's another one of those things where if you're going to refund money, shred that. If you're going to sabotage (laughs) via vehicle, get rid of that evidence too. Maybe, maybe don't go get the car. He likes to keep a track of, you know, they're like his little trophies of his sick little accomplishments. He's like a, like a serial killer that after a few kills wants to get caught. So he starts leaving (laughs) DNA behind or whatever. Well, here's a question I have. So he gave them the BMW. How long did it, did he say that he gave it to him? a gift a while ago or like I think it was just oh, a for their anniversary and, but I don't think it was yeah. permanent I think he just owns a car company or something and he's like hey it's your anniversary here's a BMW f- for your night okay. we don't, don't take think, that piece of shit yeah, I, I don't think it was but, a permanent <laughs> so here's what I honestly thought because the sob was also very beat up and torn up and I thought like in the back of my head I was like what if they had tried to get him the first time with the sob and then that didn't work and it got beat up so then they were like we're gonna give him the BMW and make sure that this time the brake line was cut and uh just be like oh forget about the sob we'll get it fixed up or whatever but then I was like I don't know maybe that's stupid but hide evidence yeah yeah maybe Terry was determined to get the money so he might have been trying for a while <laughs> yeah maybe he had some failed attempts <laughs> lying around that you could <laughs> uncover if you looked closer I mean he was a bad dude but in terms of playing a bad dude he did it convincingly because you really do hate him those scars guard could play creepy people they he was not even trying to hide his creepy he was just disturbing the scars guard just could play creepy people <laughs> Yeah, that scene where she goes. And then we have Baby Skarsgård as it. It's just like crazy. Welcome to Skarsgård cast, everybody. Welcome welcome to this Skarsgård cast. (laughs) That scene where he helps her out of the pool and takes way too long to get her towel to her. It was, yeah, it was ultimate creepy. Also, she probably stares right there where she's swimming. She's at the end of the pool. I don't need your help, bro. Yeah, it's weird enough that he's just there. But like... Yeah, but it's just like okay, if you're unless you're really trying to creep or scare people, you're gonna announce yourself coming up, be like, "Hey, Ruby, what are you doing?" Not just gonna stand there at the end and be like, "I'm gonna wait well, for my underwater. right moment." Still, like, I don't think he's trying to be uncreepy though. I feel like no, yeah, that's, that's what normal people do. But this is kind of his thing. I think he's really enjoying his weirdness. Maybe. 
<laughs> I, I don't love this. I wouldn't say I love, but then I realized that's not what I mean. When they confront Ruby about after the lawyers called them and they're giving, they're talking her through all the things she'd seen just kind of to calm her down. And when, Is that Diana, when they say like she has diabetes. Yeah. And Diane Lane goes, oh, Terry told me you got a little skittish. That really makes us sad. Like, don't blame her for your husband being a creep. <laughs> yeah. And it was more than it, like the whole, that whole scene was so weird because he told her that they were going to go to some company thing and then they went to yeah. this random restaurant. And then I thought he only had one drink at the restaurant. I mean, maybe no. that he had more. He had, just didn't see. At least two. Mm-hmm. He had it. Okay. He but still, like, he was driving like he had had two bottles after that. He was driving <laughs> like he drank all the vodka. Yeah. It was nuts how he was driving with a kid whose parents died, quote unquote, from a drunk driving accident. And you're like, fuck it. I'm going to get this shit. Let's go. See, I going to go if yeah. he was driving like that because he was super drunk or he just as another another way of him being like, you know, what's going to be funny if I terrify her. And so he was play driving like a maniac. <laughs> Good way to break to break a victim, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of felt like I mean, everything. Not doing, not doing anything to help him get m- the money. <laughs> no, definitely only doing things to raise suspicions. Yeah, yeah. And did he think that she was Aaron for a minute? Like when he leaned over, oh, I for no, sure thought didn't... it was gonna take a turn right there. I was like, "What the fuck? What movie am I watching?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know I this think... was. Go ahead. Oh, I just think he was legit being creepy and liking it. And I stand oh, by that. If she'd have been into it, he'd have knocked one oh, out right there. If, if she was bored, yeah. there would have been a lot of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Luckily, it was over. It was, it was 2001, yeah. but like the shoulder belt and the lap belt are one piece. <laughs> Yeah, he called it the shoulder belt. Yeah, okay. So but then, if like, she, she only had the, the shoulder belt. belt on, that means she just kind of put it behind her. But he buckled everything back in. So something was weird. Um, he was going for something else. Yeah, for sure. And did he unbuckle her and then buckle her back up? I'm not sure. Maybe what that's what he did. He was like, <laughs> quickly did it and hope she didn't notice. Oh, but it's not on your shoulder. Click, 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 click. Yeah. Um, I have a disposable character. Her brother? Oh, forgot about him. So I guess yes. He disappeared for a while. No, I was was gonna in the movie for like maybe a third. Yeah. I was gonna say that girl that comes up to her, that girl named Hannah who comes up to her at school and is all rumor is there's an academic probation and so she tells her the story and she goes okay i gotta go bye when her friends yeah. are calling her i'm like hannah you nosy bitch you're not even gonna like you got the information and that you're not even gonna be like hey come hang out with us new girl yeah, i thought the same thing <laughs> also, I, I yeah. like damn hannah kind of sucks i did not care for her <laughs> but she comes up and asks about the that probation thing that we have no reference for dude no. i didn't yeah, yeah. You'd think the rumor going around school would be like she's here because her parents tragically died. Not Oh no 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 no. It's because she cheated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that like I think that was just to set up for the whole later. 
Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, it, but you gotta you gotta build that in somewhere. You gotta show her getting in trouble for it, or mention it, or something. Before yeah, like you're with like, her friends in her old school, <laughs> and then her friends at her old school. Like, <laughs> what do they say? They're like, has it like we haven't talked to her in a minute or like in a while? Oh, it's like she doesn't want to talk to us. We're not gonna talk to her. Like, damn, like there's more of you. Yeah, that is so. That is so shitty. Um, because they know what she's going right. through. There, that's not something that just heals right away. <laughs> Tasha. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, it was Tasha that said that. So she's my disposable character. Which one? I just had to look her up on IMDb. To, <laughs> yeah, Tasha. They constantly, when they were in school before all this, they constantly talked. They were always calling. They were sneaking out. Apparently every night. So See, a month. Watch a movie. Be so like, bad. Hey. Maybe we should check on uh, old Ruby Tuesday over yeah. there. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, one of us has a car because they were yeah. driving. Ruby doesn't have a car. Maybe we should drive there. <laughs> like, is possibly the worst driver in any movie ever. <laughs> Ruby? What the hell? Ruby? <laughs> when she's taking her driver's test oh, and yeah, she's, she's stopping real short and pumping the gas or whatever. And then when she drives through the gate trying to get away, she's in the other lane for some reason. I know it was raining, but Oh yeah, okay. she was bourbon. But like I, I think the the driver education bad driving kind of makes sense or kind of made sense because she was freaking out about her parents' car crash. Sure. Like she was having those sure. flashbacks. But that sort of makes sense, but still like, okay. That's a bit extreme, but okay. Yeah, for sure. I Jason. will say Yes. Oh, I was just going to say what you said when back to speaking of what when her friends were like, well, forget her. Um, I think Jason thought for a second they were going to be like, we haven't heard from her. Let's go check on her. And that's how it was. That's what I thought I was going to go to. And Jason goes, oh, my gosh, I thought these girls were about to be the heroes of this movie. And he was not. in. <laughs> I was going to be real depressed. <laughs> they were going to be the heroes of this movie. Fucking take it out. The yeah, car, if they showed up. In their hair and like, oh my God, Ruby. <laughs> that would have been interesting. That would have put a twist on it. It would have been different. Yeah, I guess they had to turn them into crappy people so that they didn't intervene. Right. I but think they were pretty sucks. crappy from the beginning, but yeah. yeah. True. This movie Even opened, crappier, though. Like the first five minutes with the dinner and the girls at the movie and the, I don't know if it was a second sneak out or what. But they throw so much dialogue at us where it's just like, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. we did this, we did that, we did this. Oh, is tw- the first 20 years better than the second 20 years? Blah, blah, blah. Like they are just talking <laughs> nonstop. Just the you parents and the kids, it was like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. yeah there was going to be a test of, okay, if the parents did this at minute one and they did How this, long have the parents first? been married? <laughs> What anniversary were they celebrating? Yeah, it was so much dialogue. It felt like a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> Which I love, but yes. a lot of dialogue. That's true. Uh, I will say that Ruby does kind of like... She's pretty smart. <laughs> like The fact that she did... Know. Sam she called her was. a bad speaker at one point. <laughs> well, when she was... She kept trying to listen in, but she wasn't doing a good job of hiding anywhere. She was just there. And if they stairs and windows. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if someone turns their head, you know, 30 degrees and see you, you need to do better. But she did learn. She got very, very good at it. Well, I think like the first one was like, 
when they were fighting in their room and they see her, but that's just she's walking out. And it's it's a glass house. So. Yeah, that's on them. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't soundproof any room at that house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and it's just a concrete room house. Like it's yeah. <laughs> completely open and you can hear anything and everything. Yeah, and then like when she is listening on the in the office which they left her <laughs> and then she walked to his office. Why not just walk home? Well, the, the secretary with clearly fake tits said, we have a really <laughs> nice um, waiting room you can wait in, which apparently is right outside the CEO head guy's office. I'm not sure why the waiting room would be there. Not for the show. I think, yeah. I think that was, I think that's uh, Papa Scarsgard. <laughs> yeah. He gets his own little. Yeah. Little I, I thought, area. I thought that, that that's what it was. I didn't know. But that also, was, if you're that meeting with a couple mobsters, you're definitely shutting the door all the way. Like, you don't want any. Yeah. Are you doing it in your legit business office, or would you go somewhere more shady? Go to like a back alley somewhere. You would go to like a dinner thing. I feel like that's like <laughs> dinner some with steak your red wine. Would like like a public yeah. place where they can't Rough, yeah. they can't hurt yeah. you. Yeah. Like if they try to throw him up against the wall. It will get His cold. eyes got so big when they put him up against the wall. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, he underestimated them the whole movie. Oh, yeah. You're not going to do anything. Got this business partner that's rip me, ripping me off. Uh, oh, what did he say the second time? My wife had a relapse, I think he said once, or something <laughs> to that effect. Yeah. And then there was another one that was like, the paperwork got lost or some bullshit. Like, these are mobsters. <laughs> yeah. They're not yeah. fucking accountants waiting to do your taxes. Yeah, he's making excuses as if he's just missing friends' phone calls or forgetting yeah, dinner. I didn't return a text. Not, not <laughs> that there are legit goons after your life who have threatened to burn your house <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, another thing that she did, I thought that was, or Ruby, that I thought was pretty smart, was that like she was drawing at the table and like it it shows to her, like the audience knows that's not a weird thing and like they don't find it weird either. Uh, but then like she writes down the code of the alarm. She only draws when she needs to. Like, <laughs> we see her drawing twice. Yeah. But I think like, the first time was like, oh, she. This is something that she does regularly, yeah. I guess, in their world. Three times, three times, yeah, yeah. I, I did like how she wrote the. Are you talking about the alarm code in the? Yeah, it, it, within the drawing. Yeah, that yeah. was. I, did like I thought that. that was really cool, and it's just like, oh, she like she sort of has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> She's collecting data. Yeah, <laughs> and uh. So, like, at the end, whenever she's trying to get her brother up, and she's like, there's a free Dragon Ball Z tapes, whatever. Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like, how old was he? Like, 11, 12? 10. He was 10? He was 11. So. How was he? Uh-huh. I don't know if any amount of Dragon Ball Z tapes would get me out of bed during a rainstorm. Get 27-year-old you out of bed in a rainstorm. Is am but, I is he 7 or is he 11? No, he's 11. I'm just saying you you know, how do you know, Bryant? 
How do you remember? You you haven't been in ele- 11 in a long time. That's true. Okay. But, but I, he knows his sister well enough to know that she doesn't care about that. That's true. Yeah, and I don't We're think she's like, him. Yeah. Like, they, they, we've already <laughs> yeah. spent a ton of time establishing they don't, they're not close. Like, no. he disappears for three fourths of the movie. They're not close. So to think, oh my God, my sister's doing something so nice for me, going to Dragon Ball Z conventions or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> At four o'clock in the morning, if my brother would have woke me up at eleven o'clock, I'd be like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm sleeping. I'm not going. These people are nice to me." Yeah, yeah. I just don't think I would ever get like if I see that it's raining outside. I'm like, I could wait tomorrow. <laughs> I can yeah. wait for a sunny day. <laughs> There'll be some there tomorrow. I don't want to get out. Yeah. Of the, I don't want to get out and wait in the rain for four hours <laughs> with my sister who can't drive. But, yeah, so like, there's a a legit yeah. line that she says that like, uh, with the exception of blood, we have nothing in common. I was like, God damn, yeah, no, she's so mean close. to him too. Like, which which made it even more weird that like after they inject her with morphine or heroin, whatever it was, and then he like comes into her bed and puts his her arm around him. It's like, wake up, sleeping, sleeping beauty. You're yeah. freaking me out. I'm like, why would you even go in there? It's like a roommate. That's not a cousin, a sister. Yeah. Like she's so mean to him and I don't understand why. They just Sam. didn't seem to talk. Because they're siblings. I don't know. What more of a reason reason do you need? Well, like she she's an angsty sixteen year old. If you're asking Sam why she wasn't close with her siblings, (laughs) don't think you're gonna get an accurate answer. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I can't I would obviously I didn't grow up with that same I in the brief time that I was annoyed by like when that in that phase when I was just really annoyed with you and Abner, I wasn't mean to you guys, I just ignored you. That's true, but you also didn't sneak out and like, <laughs> and like told us, like left us awake till after our bedtime or whatever. Like, no, because mom and dad never went anywhere either. There was no sneaking out, <laughs> and we had an alarm yeah. on our like. And you open a window, it went off. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me, Brian. I don't know. Uh, I thought I was just asking. I was asking <laughs> questions here. Oh, I see. Um, I do like that at the end. So, because the reason the goons show up at the end is because she called them. And I was oh, like, okay. you know what? That's such a teenagery thing to do that you're like, I'm mad at you. You know what I'm going to do? And you just don't think of the consequences of your actions because all these people ended up dead because she called them. That's the way yeah. it had to be. I think she wasn't expecting the lawyer to come. And I know, but it just cut the brakes. I just <laughs> thought like, that in terms of this movie, I wasn't totally sure if it fit our criteria because yeah, they're teenagers, but it's not exactly like you know that typical teenage circumstance when your parents die and people <laughs> try. To, yeah, I mean, kind of an outlier. Right. <laughs> I mean, because like yeah, we've all experienced a hook hand murderer before. But the thing is, at least yeah. those those are spliced in with normal teenage rites of passage like dating and they had homework and she had the whole hamlet paper right, remember uh, i guess i guess it did fit in just fine but uh my i just thought it was super typical teenager of her and be like I'm, you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna call your goons 
and then I'm gonna get <laughs> oh, you shit. in trouble. <laughs> trouble with them means death. Oh no. My whole issue yeah. with that scene was these gangsters were foiled by Star Sixty Nine. Like you really can't do oh any better God. than that, monsters. That that phone was made for sneaking on people. It had the listen option. It had the safe to memory option. It was really just meant to be was. like, hey, do you want to sneak on? You want to be all nosy up in the people you live with? Get this phone because it makes it so easy. The thing is, though, if we're thinking about it, only Terry and Aaron lived there beforehand. So when they had, it's like one of them cheated for one of them to get this phone. Oh no! Oh, I, th- I took Definitely it as they were prepping for these kids to come in by doing all this shit. Not the glass house of it all, obviously, but the phones and all that they had installed when they devised this plan to kill the parents. Hmm. Could be. Maybe. That seems like my odd... um. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say because we were talking about the end of the movie, and I wanted to say my WTF moment. Oh, go ahead. Um was definitely the part where they're in the two kids are in the cop car and they're sitting there thinking that they're safe and Terry and the mobster had driven off the cliff and crashed and all of a sudden you see Terry walking up the side of the hill bloody blood coming out of his mouth slumped over and he's like it's okay (laughs) it's okay (laughs) he's crashing him over in the until the very end <laughs> He's like, all's forgiven. Just think about it's it. good. And what was he his plan? He, he took out the mobsters. Him? The wife can't. She's not a problem anymore. So now he doesn't have. He doesn't know them any money. He's yeah. like, if y'all just forgive everything, we go back to the house. We have a nice pizza dinner. <laughs> we don't talk about this anymore. We get rid of the corpse upstairs. <laughs> Everybody just yeah. chill. It was the last ditch. Uh, exactly. The, the thing is, though. Well, those weren't the only two mobsters. Like, they're no, they had a, a boss that they answered to. <laughs> like, so even if he survived, he still would have been fucked. Can't blame a guy for trying. I guess, but <laughs> it's it's wild. Also, how the fuck is he still alive <laughs> at the end of all that? <laughs> yeah. Like, how is he still alive and able to crawl back up there? Like, up the hill, no problem. Yeah. And have enough strength to completely incapacitate this copy punched who yeah. was never seen again. Yeah. Like it the end like I feel like it could have like we didn't need that him coming back. Like I think if as soon as the cop picked up the kid, you could have rolled the credits. It would have been fine. You should have. But no. Yeah, I, I would have been fine with that. I felt like it yeah. went on a little bit too long. Also, why did he wait so long to shoot? If his intention was to shoot them from where he was, he waited until the car hit him to fire one yeah. off. <laughs> like, as soon as those tires start spinning, you gotta pop, 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 pop. At least hit the tires. Try to hit the gun. tires. <laughs> <laughs> Do something. Besides, so let the car hit you. Yeah. It, it, that ending is just a weird ending. It's just another weird ending <laughs> that we have. Yeah, seen. it probably should have ended at when they the cop there in was like, oh, there's a car down here. I'll call this in. Let's go, kids. Chris Noth at the graveyard. Yeah, like, jazz. there was other cop cars. So yeah, just, that would have been fine. Like, if you just called, like, hey, there's another car over here. I'm going to take these kids to a fucking precinct so they're not in a crime scene. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did they shower and change before they leave? Like, what was their plan? 
man. Like before the cop car got them, because I'm pretty sure they were in different clothes. Oh, and I didn't like, they look like they freshened up, and then they're like, "Let's go hitchhike instead of taking another car." Well, they did have a plenty of time in that weird basement staircase that didn't seem to have an actual room; was just a stairs oh. to something. <laughs> that was just a torture basement. chamber that they were like, yeah. "We're gonna add this in. Don't worry." It was weird. I don't know. I didn't catch that. I thought. I thought when uh, was it a ret was banging on the like chicken wire trying to get it open, and Skarsgård pulled out and backed up. Oh, yeah, I thought he pulled up right to that opening. I thought they were. I thought that was going to be a busted, and yeah. then like some gangsters show up or something. But yeah. it was weird. I for sure thought they were fucked so many. It was times. very smart of Ruby to figure that out though. Yeah. Um, that he had gone in and and had like basically staged it so that they would think they would just take the car and that he was just passed out. I would have thought that. I um, (laughs) I wouldn't have looked past it. For someone who was tweaked out on whatever they were giving her, she really came back, (laughs) came back on the grid in hardcore. Just goes to show you, we can all do one dose of heroin and be fine. (laughs) It was was more for the record. Just kidding. (laughs) It's the uh, adrenaline. Like, like in Pulp Fiction, where they shoot her with the shot of adrenaline, and she comes back to life. True. She's fine. She's fine. She didn't get that, though. But she was fucking trying to escape. That's adrenaline. <laughs> That's natural <laughs> adrenaline. Does any anyone else have anything else? <laughs> I have several what-the-fucks to talk about. Oh, list them off. Okay. First one here. in During the dream where... Lily is sleeping in her bed and she sees like her mom in the doorway calling to her. Mm-hmm. She's way too old to be calling her mommy. Sorry. <laughs> don't do that. That's gross. I said <laughs> she <laughs> is it distraught. Don't care. Call her mom. I called uh, my parents. Okay. Mommy. I did with you a still call him daddy, don't you? No, I don't. But the reason is because I got mad at him once and I was like, I never, but I couldn't like bring myself to call them by their first name. So I was like, you know what? You're no longer mommy and daddy. You're mom and dad. And that's why I am a normal person. <laughs> Cause you got angry. <laughs> yeah. That's the legit. The only reason why I changed their, their names in my phone. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, okay. So the next one was, I'm sorry. Where do you quote unquote find pharmaceutical morphine? She, he, he runs home after uh, Diane Lane is dead, and he comes home with those pills that he slow motion drops on the ground. You don't just find pharmacy morphine, prescription I morphine. Wounds, maybe. He was like, you know what, guys, help me out. He said, I help finally found. If, if that was the case, he'd have just gone to the goons. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think he would want to go to the goons, first of all. So I maybe. think that would be like a last, last resort. But I think like beforehand, before he... Um, head heads out at night. He's saying that like I have to. Do you know like he basically says a thing like, "Do you know how long it's gonna take for me to find a, a replacement?" And then he is gone all night. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that then. Okay, fine. He's a great husband then. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help a lady out. Second thought. Um, I, mean, I think that was it. Was more for Ruby to they wanted to give more. 
dosage to Ruby to knock her out. I think that's why he was looking for I think if it was for his wife, he wouldn't have gone. Well, he came in the house yelling about it, so he was real confident nobody was home. Well, I think, I think that it's because it was for Ruby, not for his wife. Right. Uh, next one says, insulin doesn't make you pass out drooling on the couch, and the only thing Diane Lane suffers from is being too sexy. So... <laughs> You're not going to convince me that she's got diabetes when she's passed on the couch, drooling in front of the TV with a needle in her hand. I don't, that's another like five-year-old, no, she's just sleeping kind of thing. Yep. Is yeah, that that's not how saying. you put insulin? All of, very true. All of the, <laughs> excuses are ridiculous. I mean, I don't know how I would have been at 16 because I do, I did, I do think I tend to, to believe that adults were honest and like responsible and knew what was going on, but all of the excuses are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That one, especially cause no, that's not a oh, type situation where they're going to pass out. You know, you Maybe feel she just put too, she, she did it accidentally. She put too much insulin and like, that's what happened. No, a diabetic would pass out from not having their insulin. I don't know. I don't know. things. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's all the what the fuck moments I have. I have one more thing, but we'll get to that. Um, I just want to say, I think this is this the first movie that we've actually seen AOL. <laughs> I don't know, but I was excited I to see it because I know other we've seen other movies have like instant messenger, but it's never a specific like uh, branded. Yeah, I think this is like the first branded thing that we've seen, and it's AOL. You even heard like the 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 modem. Ramping up with her. Oh my god! It was beautiful. Didn't she do that at night, like when she was trying to sneak around or something? Yeah, it was while she was writing the paper. So yeah. No, but like whenever, like it it first shows the uh, her trying to get in the modem, and it's just like the loud. (laughs) Isn't she trying to like sneak into her AOL account to like see if she got a email back from the lawyer? No, it's when she's sending the email to the lawyer. Mm, okay. That's hot. I could be wrong. It was I mean, 20 minutes you, ago. I'm, you have a better memory of it than I would, I think. If you, he's you not, yeah, he's not around when she goes to check it again. Okay. Hmm. And it's been blocked or closed or whatever. So I have a question for everybody. Who, is yeah. the, who, who do you think was, was the hero, hero of this story? Is that a transition to prom king and queen? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, it might be, but uh, I don't know because that's a weird. I think it's a Chris not <laughs> Uncle Jack. Uh, Wrong. I think it's supposed to be Ruby. Yeah, maybe it's not though. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like she doesn't really. I don't know who is it. It is the is goddamn the banker loan officer. That's the hero of this movie. Well, that's valid because he did freeze everything <laughs> he stops up and everything in its track that, immediately. Well, he's the only smart per- smart adult. <laughs> Are you saying that because because of the relate high relatability in terms of profession? What? <laughs> no. I'm simply saying he's the only one that paid attention and did something. 
That is true. Legit, he was sitting there. He goes, that's what people don't understand. We know everything. (laughs) Oh, no. I have to to shred some things. (laughs) Better. Definitely don't fax it to him. Well, obviously, he didn't fax it. She did. Is that Ruby? Yeah, though I don't know why she wasn't like, why she had to send a cryptic facts why she couldn't go talk to the banker herself but how's she gonna get there they fired the housekeeper that's true, oh, that's true. Or whatever. Vicky. man they really they're bad criminal <laughs> <laughs> so bad like the thing is he was lying about so many tangible things that it's so easy to be for the banker or for anyone to just say okay i need proof of that because he was like i have a, i have them in lessons i'm planning trips for them they're taking all kinds of musical thing lessons and I feel you. That's that's a hard thing to prove and to lie about. Because the minute someone asks for proof, what are you gonna do? Yeah, like he said. Next thing you know, I'm gonna be buying a Steinway for the piano lessons while the goddamn bank wants me to get him kazoo lessons. I feel like that's a there's a big old drop off between the two there. Yeah, I don't know what what happened there, but yeah. Anyway, hero of the story. That's true, Jason. Just saying. Very... Give it up for Bankman. <laughs> <laughs> The man who, for a second, when I saw him and then looked more closely, but when I first saw him, was like, "Is that um, Tim Curry?" But it wasn't. How dare you besmirch <laughs> Tim Curry like that? <laughs> but yeah, we. Um, I'm ready for King and Queen. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I don't know though. You go first. <laughs> I guess by saying I'm ready, okay. I meant I have nothing else, nothing further. I had to start thinking up a reason again, and it's been so I guess long, my reason for this one, I know, it's been so long, is all I could really think of for this one was there were really only two people that seemed like they had a conscience this whole movie, <laughs> and so that's what I went with, people that had a conscience. That, and that, that's just good get, general advice. <laughs> yeah, for for uh those people were the housekeeper vicky uh, who was nice and drove her you know to meet with the attorney that she thought was going to help her who didn't have a conscience so he couldn't have been in this category <laughs> uh and then the other one was uncle jack because like yeah he you know he he wasn't around a lot in their lives but he was he realized that and he wanted to make up for it and he was there for them in the end. So until she called him, my and he was on Just vacation. Out of the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that part that was that was a little bit of a blemish. Well, what are you gonna but... do? Not travel? You know, it's I what we always say, we could do. Travel. I did ask Sam yeah. after the funeral when he comes yeah. up to Ruby and is like, oh, "Whatever you need, blah blah blah." Yeah, is he also trying to get a little creepy with her too? Sam was highly offended. Turns out he was not. No, but he was not. I didn't, it come off a little creepy at the funeral. I don't think he came off creepy. I haven't been in your lives in 16 years, but hey, if you need anything, girl, He call didn't me. say it like that. Jesus. Yeah. You're saying uh, it like that. Perfect Christmas impression. Creepy. I'm not sure how you didn't recognize it, but it was perfect. So um, Maybe my ear's off. So I, I think I'm ready. Wait. Cassie, you said Uncle Joe or Jim, Jack. whatever his name was, and who else? Nikki. And Vicky, Nikki. the Vicky. That's who it was. Okay, gotcha. Okay, um, I'm going 
to say Ruby because I did like her planning and just it was it's a very nice like she was very active in getting things to be better so I appreciated that and for prom king there really weren't very many men in this movie were there uh there was her dad her brother mr glass uh the attorney banker uncle jack and the banker oh yeah see okay i did dang that's a tough one i did like how the banker smugly hand like showed him the facts that part didn't say a word happy. just handed it so to him, like, i think i picked him <laughs> you just let him bury his own grave which i always as much as i appreciate ruby being active in how in her destiny when you can just sit back because the people you're dealing with are truly that horrible and you know they'll just dig their hole themselves that's also lovely yeah. so i, I pick him good choice good choice um uh, my prom king uh, is also going to be the banker because, nice. Nice. yeah, smartest man out of this movie. <laughs> only one that figured it out. Yeah, the only one that like was told did his something. job. Yeah, because the cop certainly didn't. The <laughs> social worker certainly didn't. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Uh, prom queen is a bit of a toughie. Um. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Ruby on this one, uh, just cause she is like we spent a lot of time with her, and she did like for the most part, kind of like actively try to get out of that bad situation she was in, <laughs> and just no yeah. one else helped her, and it's hard to do something when you're a 16 year old girl. Just personal experience or I'm just <laughs> <laughs> fuck you man <laughs> I'm fuck you <laughs> no Ruby's yeah no she's a choice okay you All go right. then Mr. Smart <laughs> yeah smarty okay. pants let us, okay, so... let us ridicule you motherfucker that's fine bring it I'm ready thick skin prom king is the banker cause again <laughs> Only one that did his job. The cops were <laughs> terrible. Lawyer was terrible. Social worker. She showed up once and never questioned anything again. Um, so it's got to be the banker because he actually did what he was supposed to do. It can't be Rhett because he was useless. Um, normally for prom queen, I would pick Ruby because she, I like how Sam said it. She sat back and let them dig their own grave. She knew it was coming. She did everything to let them fuck shit up and become obvious on what they've this whole thing that they did but diane lane's in this oh movie oh my gosh and diane lane is amazing so she is my prom queen and always will be <laughs> unless uh darcy's in the movie prom then diane lane's gonna win so diane lane and the banker for me even if she was horrible and a drug addict. But yeah, I was going to say, you she, think she tried that to redeem herself at the end when she How on earth did she do that? She, like, traumatizing she this girl? <laughs> she laid down and died with her. Okay. Like, I'm so sorry. But Ruby didn't I die. Gave some of my drugs for you. <laughs> hey, man, we all have our own votes. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> well, I think the banker won, which that's exciting for him. We should try and, and give him a call. And Ruby won, yeah. What, but what? I think I think uh, overall, good choices. That's a, yeah, good choices, all around. Well, Cassie, for, it was so nice to have you. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Brian. I was gonna say, except for Diane Lane, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's a bit problematic. Martha. <laughs> I was about to say that too. <laughs> what did you say? What'd you say that name? That's what it is. Anyway. Just check it out it's great cassie it was great having you back on <laughs> yes i enjoyed it i love this movie so i recommend it yeah Ooh. oh yeah recommend James. it it's worth the watch and that's saying a yeah. lot i feel it is no dancing yeah. it's great oh my gosh. <laughs> what what if there was just like a little snippet of her in dance class that's fine. at the public that's school in <laughs> that's in passing it's not the focus okay okay uh yeah, so thanks for listening guys. Uh you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I know what you watch in the nineties at G nope. I know what you watch in the nineties. <laughs> you can email us at I know what you watch in watched in the nineties at gmail.com. Uh what else is there? Rate and subscribe to our channel, I guess. So much confidence. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you don't want people to listen to this and you just do it for yourself. Maybe maybe subscribe or some shit. (laughs) I don't fucking care. You guys aren't helping at all. (laughs) You guys can do it. You guys can find us on all the social meds and all the listening meds. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Three, two, one. Oh, hear you later. later. Oh, shit. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.